Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and Happy New Year! I know it has been a little while since actual New Year's, but I've had ammonia since I've gotten back from Snow Globe, so I've been a little behind because I was dying. I am so excited to finally be telling you about this year's Snow Globe. So this year was MTV's first year of fully running and planning Snow Globe as a whole. I had high hopes for MTV, thinking they were going to bring out the big guns with the lineup and overall festival. So my first thought of the lineup was that I thought it was pretty small compared to previous years. In all honesty, there were only like a handful of people that really stood out to me. I thought that maybe they would add more people like they usually do to get tickets selling, but they did not do that this year. The only person they ended up adding later was Zoo. So, the only people I was really excited to see were Blunts and Blondes, Elohim, Chami and Mala, Sunburn, Gigantic Nightmare, Zoo, who like I said was added later, Weathen, Kendall, Gigi McGree, The Brownies and Lemonade All-Star, Takeover, Born Dirty, Graves, Vanek, Fisher, Domberski, Lewis the Child, A-Track, Kaivon, Clozy, Grizz, and Skrillex. So it's honestly not a lot of people for a three-day festival. So day one came and we got there early to see Blunts and Blondes. He started off really strong, then kind of lulled. So we didn't really end up staying the whole time. We then took some time to walk around and explore the venue and the layout until Elohim came on, which it was pretty tough deciding who to see because Chami and Mala were on at the same time as Elohim. So we ended up seeing the first half of Chami and Mala and then halfway through-ish about we went to Elohim. Chami and Mala were really, really good, but I'm glad we ended up going to Elohim also. Elohim, she's just so good. She always just puts on such a good show and is always just so humbled to be playing for people. But before I continue with the artists, let me talk about the layout and the vibe of this year. So this year, they switched the stages around and swapped the igloo and food area. So when you first walk in, the first thing you hit is the igloo. Then you hit the lockers, which are right next to it. And then behind the lockers was the VIP area. I did not like the way they set up the main stage in the VIP area. The snow globe sign that they have every year was right in front of the VIP area, which as you could probably guess, was blocking the VIP view, which was literally the whole point of having VIP. So that was really stupid on their part, because in reality, there were only like one tiny 
section off to the left side where anyone could actually really see. The VIP section as a whole was the same as last with like couches and tables and heaters and such. And then the main stage area was also really small compared to previous years, which was really surprising. They should have left the layout the same. I'm not really sure why they bothered to change it. Maybe because of the sound bleed, I don't really know. But the way they shifted main stage did not work. The food area was cute and they had some really good vendors. They had like a dessert truck that had like s'mores. They had noodles, pizza, burgers, burritos, and stuff like that. Kind of like, you know, the usual like festival food. They also had a designated Truly bar, which was my personal favorite. Then they had their classic hot tail bars and then just like other general bars throughout the festival. And then those hot tails definitely hit different this year. I had a lot of those and they were very life-saving because they were so warm and I was freezing the last day. So going back to artists, after Lohim, we attempted to see sunburn, but it was absolutely way too crazy in the igloo and it was impossible for us to even get in. So we were just kind of like, nah, let's just go back to VIP. Next was Gigantic Nightmare, which is Big Gigantic and Nightmare's duo. And they were so good and I'm so glad I was able to see them again. I've heard a couple mixed reviews about them at other festivals. So I had a friend that went to Decadence in Colorado. And she said that she was like not the biggest fan of Gigantic Nightmare. So I think they played... I thought they put on a really good show at Snow Globe. I don't know what they did at decadence but I take her word for it she's very trustworthy um so yeah that was pretty much like the gist of day one we yeah we really didn't see too many people we ended up leaving like a little early just because it was cold and I was like well we still have like two other days and then like there was more people I wanted to see on day two so yeah Next, moving on to day two. Day two, we got there early to see Kendall. I have been wanting to see her for a really long time now, and I'm so glad I finally was able to see her. I thought she did really good, but like, I don't know. She just didn't have the best on stage like presence. She just kind of got on stage, did her thing, and then peaced out. It kind of felt like she just, like, didn't really want to be there. So that was kind of disappointing. And then, like, later on, I'm seeing, like, on her Snap and, like, Instagrams, like, her posting from, like, another festival in, like, LA or something. It was, like, the next day. And then she's all, like, having a great time, like, going crazy on stage. And I'm just like, okay, so you didn't care about Snow Globe or, like, what? But... I still think Kendall's, like, really talented, and I love her music, and I think she's a great DJ, but, like, I don't know. That just, like, wasn't a good first impression to me of her. So, I don't know. Maybe if I get to see her again, maybe she'll redeem herself. 
Next was Gigi McGree. Gigi was so freaking good. She threw the heck down. To be honest, I think she was the hardest set out of everyone the entire three days. I love Gigi so much. She is so talented. She puts on a great show. She has great energy, great song choices. She was by far one of my favorites for Snow Globe. So then after her, we took a break, went to the VIP area for a while, and then we saw Born Dirty and Graves, who we saw Graves back at Audiotistic this past summer. Um, both are really great. Love them both. Uh, then we took another break and went to go see Vanek later, where we met my friends. Vanek was super good. I had never seen him before. So that was really cool to finally see him, because I had been listening to him for a really long time. We then migrated over to see Fisher. I was really excited to finally see Fisher, but his set was kind of meh. I swear, he played Losing It like 10 times in a row, like in his set. I swear, that was like the one song he played. So, it was like a okay set, I guess. I mean, it was still fun to watch him, and like I was obviously dancing the whole time, but like I just felt like it didn't have a lot of variety. We then hung out in the igloo where we saw Domberski. Then we closed the night out with Lewis the Child and some amazing snow globe fireworks. So day two was quite a successful day. Day three was a pretty chill day, honestly. We got there pretty early to see Kaivon, who you all have heard me talk about before. He was hands down, hands down, my favorite out of everyone that played like he topped gg too gg was like my second fave i guess but he was like all round the best person that played at snow globe he had such an amazing set it was so it had such a big variety of music he played his songs and then he played other people's songs and he even freaking threw in some sudden death and i was like bro the oh my god I lost my shit <laughs> I was not expecting that from him so that really threw me off and everyone else kind of standing there was like what the heck is this I was like oh, it's sudden death <laughs> so his set was great uh, and then we actually ended up meeting him later that night which was so awesome he was so nice and so humbled that we recognized him so that was so cool to actually meet like my favorite DJ like, I've met, like, other people. I mean, I've met Jaws, and he's obviously, like, one of my favorites. But, like, he was just so nice and so humbled. Like, yeah. So that was a nice little surprise for us that we were able to meet him. After Kaivon, we had a little while till Chloe, who, she was so good. That was actually my first time seeing her, so I'm glad I ended up staying for that. Then we waited around till Grizz came on. Grizz was good, but I noticed a lot of mistakes in his set. And I mean, like, you know, whatever. People make mistakes, but it was just kind of a lot. I just felt like he kept missing his cues. Um, 
And then he also brought out a lot of people. He brought out a lot of guests. And the one thing that made me not really like his set was the fact that I was, like, waiting a while for him to play Grizztronics. And he played, like, probably, like, five seconds worth of it. And I was just like, uh, I feel like he could have put it, put more of it in it. And he just, like, didn't. I don't know. I feel like he was obvious. He was catering to, like, the crowd of Snow Globe. But I just feel like he could have done more. So he was kind of, eh, I don't know. I wouldn't say it was good, but I wouldn't say it was bad. It was a set. Then... We had like an hour-ish until Skrillex came on. I was honestly expecting more from Skrillex. His set was good, but like lulled at times. I was also really hoping he was going to do more of like a throwback set. Since it's been 10 years since he released Scary Monsters and Nice Spritz. Which was a huge release which really got his career going and got him a lot more recognition and it was a honestly like a legendary ep in the dubstep scene so i was really hoping he was gonna play more from it he only really played one song from it and it was only like a part of it so i mean i guess he did but like it i guess it just wasn't as much as i was expecting i was just expecting a lot more from him and i don't think he delivered And I have seen Skrillex before, so I have something to compare to, and I've seen him, I've seen him by himself, I've seen him with Diplo a couple times, I've seen him as Jackie, like, twice, and this was my second time seeing him, like, by himself, and I I don't know, I just, like, think he could have done more than he did, Um, but that's also just me, I also do tend to like more like bass and like dubstep music and like the crowd of snow globe is more of like the people that listen to zed a lot and like the chain smokers which there's nothing wrong with those artists i'm not saying their taste in music is bad it's just like not my cup of tea Uh, i mean zed's great i'm just not the biggest fan of the chain smokers except for a couple songs anyway um Yeah, so, I mean, this crowd is more into, like, EDM more so. Not as much bass and dubstep like me. So, it's just different genre of festival, I guess. They do have a lot of house artists. House and techno artists play at Snow Globe also. They also had a lot of hip-hop. A lot of hip-hop artists. More than they usually do. I think a good half of them were hip-hop artists. So that was different from this year because usually they only have like, I don't know, maybe like a hand, maybe a handful of hip hop artists and like they always have E-40 playing, which is crazy. (laughs) So we saw him again this year for like the third year in a row, I think. So my overall thoughts of this year's snow globe are this. I personally did not think this year was as great as previous years. This was my fifth year going, so... I'm not new to Snow Globe. It was really small this year and it definitely had less art. It was more commercialized and MTV was really advertising it. 
don't think they even sold out. If anything, they may have sold out of like New Year's Eve, like single day, but I do not think they sold, they did not sell out of three day passes, which every year they usually do, at least at some point. The lineup was mediocre compared to previous years and the festival ended really early. The first two nights ended at 10 and then New Year's Eve, it ended at 12.30. Snow Globe itself is a lot of fun and the vibes are really good. And it is a very well-organized festival, but the changes I did not like don't think they worked very well and just like the lineup could have been better considering it was MTV putting it on because they have a lot of money and I know they can afford it if you do get the chance to go to snow globe I highly recommend going but hopefully MTV learns a little from this year and hopefully they put on a better snow globe next year or you know the end of this year or whatever (laughs) So my final score of MTV's Snow Globe is an 8 out of 10. Alrighty, everyone. That is all I have for you today. I really wanted to give you the full rundown of Snow Globe. I hope you learned something from it. I hope you look into going to this next year or, you know, like, the end of this year or whatever I don't know it's so weird because it's like a new year's rave so it's like is it next year technically no because it's still this year anyway I hope you all have a fabulous weekend and make sure you listen to subtronics now that's what I call rhythm volume five it's pretty banging there's a lot of hard transitions not a lot of like actual like syncing and like mixing well I mean there is syncing and mixing but like it's a lot of like hard transitions um when you listen to it, you'll know what I mean. Um, but yeah, it's pretty banging. I will be going to Wobble Land in the next week on the 17th and 18th. So I will tell you guys all about it after. Next week, I will be discussing new music releases because there's a bunch. And make sure you follow me on Instagram at DJ underscore soups. Follow me on Twitter at DJ soups. And I will see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.